Waiting for new episodes of The Oroville leaves most of us in a state of longing that begins to border on agony. What has our favorite crew been up to while we've been waiting? Did Ed and Kelly have an afternoon delight in their on-and-off-again status? Oh, no. Did Yafit make another pass at Dr. Claire? Did Bordas decide to grow his mustache back? Or perhaps he went full neckbeard? Bordas, I wish that you would remove that thing. Did John and Gordon open a store for jackets with an extra zipper? No, no, no. Always go with one more zipper than you're comfortable with. Oh, you know what it says? What? Boom. It's been a long time, and we have a lot of questions. While watching the final two episodes of season two recently, it was fun watching the crew travel through time and correct the dystopian future they had found themselves in. And this ending got us thinking about episode five of the first season of The Orville during the show called Priya. You can call me Priya. Priya. Time travel stories can be so fun, but when you try to break it down logically, it just hurts your brain. Season two ended with everything making sense, but the Priya episode in season one did not wrap things up neatly. It actually created a complicated situation that will have you scratching your head. Well, you wanted something to do. So if you love the Orville, get ready for some brain-teasing fun while we break down the Orville paradox. You won't want to miss this episode. And if you haven't already subscribed to our channel, please do so now. And give us a thumbs up if you want more amazing revelations about your favorite shows. Also, click the notification bell to never miss an episode because YouTube is a fickle mistress. It's a fickle thing. And make sure you stay tuned until the end to see how to get this awesome Orville-inspired graphic design from the amazing artists at Mixtees.com. Let's be honest. Time travel in movies and TV is usually messy. There is always some paradox that becomes obvious, and you have to suspend your disbelief and just hang on for the ride. And when it's over, instead of really trying to break it down, you just shake your head and move on with your life. But every once in a while, a time travel story gets stuck in your head, and you just can't move on. And this is what happened to us after Priya. Guest starring the amazing Charlize Theron, Ed and the crew must switch from a rescue mission to saving the very existence of the Orville in time. The episode is fantastic. When it was over, we did the typical head shaking and we wrote most of it off as sci-fi mumbo jumbo involving quantum mechanics and time travel obviously out of our league. But it was one of those nagging episodes. It just kept coming back to us and coming up in conversation, but we couldn't quite put our finger on what it was. As we mentioned before, after the season two finale wrapped up neatly, the light bulb went off and Priya suddenly needed to be revisited. There was something that happened in that episode that continued to impact the rest of the show, but let's get back to that in a moment. During the episode, the Orville changes course to save a miner who crash lands her ship on a comet that's heading into a blazing sun. Set course and engage quantum drive. The Orville manages to save Captain Priya, and everyone lived happily ever after, right? Well, not so much. Your voice just got really high-pitched just then. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. You were like, yeah, no, it's all good. 
Well, what was the high pitch? It's fine, I got this. We find out Priya is actually a time-traveling thief who tricked the Orville into changing course so she could save the ship from being destroyed in a dark matter storm. Her plan is to kidnap the crew, steal the Orville, and sell the ship to the highest bidder 400 years in the future. Say a ship like yours was destroyed. I prevent the destruction, then I take the ship into the future and I sell it to the highest bidder. But before she can complete the deal, her plan is discovered. Her explanation to Ed, Kelly, and Alara is they would have died anyway, and if she let them go, she'd be changing the future. Ed, you were all going to die anyway. Is Priya lying here? We don't know for sure. But as we watch, she seems to have sincere feelings for Ed. And based on her body language and her words, it appears she believes what she is saying. All in all, her plan is ultimately foiled thanks to Isaac downloading himself into the computer and Kelly beating the crap out of Priya. As I am incapable of stuttering, I must conclude that you heard me. At the very end, Captain Ed tells Priya, by destroying the time wormhole, he's stopping her and others from time traveling past, present, and future. As long as the wormhole exists, the quantum potentiality is open. But if we destroy it, we choose a path. Which is true because once he destroys the wormhole, it won't be there for a future Priya to use. Which means that Priya Levesque have no reason to come back into our past. She makes a final plea, calling Ed a messed up guy who can't get over his ex-wife. But Ed blows the wormhole into oblivion, and Priya fades away back to the future style. But old Biff back to the future style, not Marty on stage back to the future style. The thing you really need to understand here is that both Ed and Priya fail to realize something. Ed feels safe that the Orville wasn't destroyed, but they've both overlooked the fact that Priya was the one who saved them in the Dark Matter Storm, and if she doesn't come back from the future to do it again, Ed and his ship could have disappeared right there with Priya. So why didn't that happen? Luckily, Priya coming from the future and causing the Orville to make a course correction to rescue her is the reason the Orville was destroyed in the first place. We're receiving a priority one distress signal from the Gatria star system. It's right in our neighborhood. Set course and engage quantum drive. So no Priya, no destruction, and the Orville continues along its merry way. But wait, Priya came back because the Orville was destroyed. And we showed earlier why we think she's not lying about it. Besides, only crazy evil people would pull thousands of people out of history not knowing how it would affect her present timeline. And Priya isn't evil nor crazy. Wow. Yeah. In fact, Priya was almost a universal hero here. But we'll explain that in a moment. Okay, hold on to your brain here, because this is about to get bumpy. But we promise it will all make sense, or at the very least, you'll understand it better than you do now. It's this final explanation by Ed about what will happen after he destroys the wormhole that things get confusing. You wanna, you wanna elaborate on that? Why did she fade away? Why do they remember her? 
If they are following the Back to the Future rules of time travel, then it's a single timeline, and if destroying the wormhole prevented her from coming back in the first place, then she couldn't save the crew, which means they would die and wouldn't be able to destroy the wormhole. So then she could come back and save them, which would allow Ed to destroy the wormhole, which would again prevent her from coming back in the first place. Then of course she couldn't save the crew, they would die, and they wouldn't be able to destroy the wormhole, and Priya couldn't come back and save them, so they could destroy the wormhole which would prevent her from coming back in the first place. Okay, wait. You will be silent! What we can understand from this is Ed's action is creating a time paradox. Destroying the wormhole creates a whole bunch of problems. And thanks to time travel movies and TV shows, people have had to come up with ways to classify these paradoxes based on different levels of confusion. Hot tub time machine. In this instance, we all just accepted what happened because sometimes you don't have enough information and you just have to accept it. But then the season 2 finale confirms something for us. When Claire gave past Kelly the shot and then promptly disappeared, we have confirmation that the Orville universe is a Back to the Future style single timeline. If you remember in Back to the Future 2, Old Biff goes back to the past and gives young Biff the sports almanac. When Old Biff returns to the future with a DeLorean, he disappears because the results of what he did erased him from the timeline, which we find out changes everything in Marty's version of 1985. I just want to say one thing. God bless America. A similar thing occurs when Claire goes back into the past to make Kelly forget and go on that second date with Ed. Effectively, that version of Claire is erased, and we assume our normal Orville timeline continues on. This means we can apply the same principle to what happened in the Priya episode, which we thought was the case but couldn't be certain since we didn't see Priya in her future. The events we've laid out thus far make the Priya time travel a predestination paradox. This basically means when a person travels back in time, they become part of the past events and may have even caused the initial event that caused them to travel back in time in the first place. Yeah, it's clear as mud. But the moment Priya took the Orville off course, she created the event that made her come back in time in the first place. And yes, it's confusing, and that's why we call it a paradox, because how could she cause the event to happen before actually going back and causing it? But wait, hold the phone. This version of Priya was actually created as a result of her time travel, so that wouldn't make it a predestination paradox. Now we are talking about a bootstrap paradox. Yes, a bootstrap paradox occurs when an object or piece of information sent back in time becomes trapped within an infinite cause-effect loop in which the item or person no longer has a discernible point of origin. Who comes up with this stuff? And so, one has to ask the question, what if was one of the extraterrestrials? The bootstrap example would be the Terminator. John Connor is created because he sent Kyle Reese back in time to protect him and make it with his mom. This has to keep happening over and over for John to exist. So basically he is creating himself. Priya in the same way is created when she travels back in time and causes the destruction of the Orville, which then becomes the reason she goes back in time. But wait, Priya disappeared at the end, which ended the loop, which means 
it can't fully be a bootstrap paradox either. And since it doesn't fit into either paradox comfortably, we'll just make up our own and call it a reverse predestination bootstrap paradox. <laughs> yeah, I got that figured out. Never, never mind about that. Besides understanding what sort of mind-bending time paradoxes we are dealing with on the Orville, after watching a second season of the show, Priya has unveiled new things to us that really make you think. First, let's go with the obvious. Now that Priya is gone, Amelia Earhart and many other ships she stole from history will now be crashes or disasters instead of mysterious vanishings, assuming she wasn't also the cause of why those other ships were destroyed in the first place. And if that is so, that means that instead of all those people living 400 years into the future, lost to time, now they're just dead. Not a happy ending there. Maybe what Priya was doing wasn't so bad? If those ships were truly doomed, then she was actually saving people. And remember when we said there was something that happened in this episode that continued to impact the rest of the show? Priya failing her mission actually has bigger implications on the universe. It doesn't appear that Priya comes from a future where the Kalon overtake everything, which means taking the Orville into the future could have stopped the Kalon attack from happening and potentially saving countless lives. The Priya episode was also when the prank war between Isaac and Gordon happened. Isaac's humiliation during the Mr. Potato Head practical joke was part of the Kalon's judgment on humanity and a catalyst for their attack. Isaac was repeatedly demeaned and degraded. In one case, his cranial shell was disfigured by prosthetic appendages. Mr. Potato Head. If Priya completes her mission, it will change what happens between the Kalon and the Union. Isaac does not complete his mission and send the humiliating reports to his leadership. If Isaac never returns, the Kalon don't make a judgment on humanity, and perhaps the synthetic beings never attack the Union. Or at the very least, the attack is delayed. And if that is the case, the Orville will not be there to save the day, which would be devastating to the Union. Deactivation complete. So it's possible more people lost their lives as a result of the Orville breaking the time loop. But hey, that's a small price to pay for this amazing addition to science fiction history. Now hopefully we've scratched your Orville itch. I am very pleased. I do not want this to end. And everyone has a better understanding of how time travel works in this fun new universe. This is insane. Now that the wormhole is gone, the Orville is in charge of its own destiny. I know. Let's hope future episodes of the Orville give us the same type of fantastic episodes that not only entertain our brains, but twist them up a bit as well. What? What do you think of the Orville Paradox? Sweetness. Would you like to see more stories like this from Ed and the crew? Let's talk about it in the comments below. Also, check out this cool Orville graphic design at MixTees.com and get 20% off your purchase by using coupon code THEPOPCAST. The link is in the description below. See you there. Also, make sure you head over and subscribe to the Popcast Unleashed for discussions, updates, clips, and other special videos. Click on the link below. Until next time. Singles. Do you feel them? I do. We must have more. <laughs>